it's difficult being a man. It's even more difficult being a man of God, right? Because I think once you once you identify as a man of God, oh man, everybody wants you. Everybody wants a piece of the man. I'm low-key tired of trying to pretend like I have it all together. And bro, I, I've told this man countless conversations like, bro, like, Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God. And we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in-betweens of this life. This episode of Urban Theology is sponsored by Arome. Arome was designed to take care of your largest organ, your skin. I bet you didn't know that. Arome provides products that not only moisturize your skin, but also gives you nutrient-rich ingredients. When you go support them, let them know the good folks at Urban Theology sent you. Do this by checking out with our code urbant 15 That's U-R-B-A-N-T-1-5. And you can also save 15% each time you use that code. What's going on, my brother? Man, glad to be back, my G. Glad, hey, glad to be back. back. Yes, sir. Back at it again. Uh, thank, thank you to everyone who's listened to all of the episodes thus far especially last episode. We had a lot of good feedback. Uh, we're going to jump into that, but before we do, let's go ahead and say a prayer to kick this off. I think it's my goal, right? Yes, it is. All right. Dear Father, thank you for allowing us to get back to another episode of Urban Theology. Uh, today's a interesting episode because we're just trying to check in on each other and make sure that everyone is okay. We pray that everyone listening to this is also okay. If there's anybody who's going through anything, we ask that you help us deliver a message that can help them in their situation. And we just ask for your mercy and your grace because we definitely need it. So I thank you, Lord, for blessing this podcast. And I just pray for a good episode. In my name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, man. So as I was saying, we had a lot of good feedback from last episode. Last episode, if you are not hip, it, it was on celibacy. And it was a tough one for us, but we got through it. A shout out to everyone who gave us encouraging words. Shout out to everyone who shared it. We definitely appreciate that. Yeah, we did, man. The feedback was really, really amazing. Like, even we were surprised at, like, how the episode uh, touched a lot of people and how it connected and resonated with a lot of people. So we, we really appreciate the feedback and all the encouragement, for real. Hey, hey, what wifey say, though? She, she loved it. She, she said we were really yeah. um, transparent and honest. So she she appreciated that. Hey, if wifey approves, then you're doing something right out here. <laughs> Yo, random, right? Since I was talking about wifey approving, you know what I was thinking? I, I was in church uh, this past Sunday and I was like, I wonder how things would have played out if Adam just took accountability for his actions. <laughs> like, you know, how, you know how he was just like, yo, wifey did it. Yeah. Like, what if he actually was just like, look, I made a mistake, wifey made a mistake, but at the end of the day, this is my girl, this is my wife, I'm uncovering, so hey, whatever you got to do, take it out on me. What if? That is probably the biggest <laughs> what if in all of history. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know God is a gracious God. He is a merciful God. He does. God can also... Uh, there are consequences to disobeying God as well. But I was just thinking about that in church, man. That That's something I couldn't really wrap my head around. Man, that's real. And that's that's true, man. I think it's good to always be, like, responsible and take accountability. But 
as you saw in the garden, it's not easy. It's easy to pass off the blame like like Adam did, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. But hey, let's get into the show. That was just a random tangent. Today, we felt like we just wanted to kick it with our listeners, invite you into what we're going through, and really just checking on your strong friend, right? You see that on social media all the time, checking on your strong friend. First of all, I think every friend should be a strong friend, right? Like, it shouldn't be like, oh, that person's a weak friend, so I don't need to check in on them. I mean, everybody's going through something. Uh, it doesn't matter how happy they look on social media. I've seen some people post some really happy things, and then they calling me talking about this and talking about that. So checking on all your friends that you care about, honestly. That's that's real, and we all we all need it because I feel like at varying degrees, like even in friendship, one person is gonna be high, and one person is gonna be low. It's like an equal, it's an equilibrium. So you're gonna need each other, and just kind of check it on each other and lift the other one up. So it's super essential. Hey, you said something, and I I, I wanna I wanna talk about that. So you said one can be high, one can be low. Um, can everyone be high? Yeah, every, everyone can be high. But the only reason why I use that example is because life, as we know it, like even Jesus said, take heart for, you know, we're going to face many hardships, right? Like I can be going through hardship and you're not. So I'm low and you're high. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, yeah. or because it's, it's, it's kind of funny. I always feel like, I'm not saying things are ever completely perfect for, for all of us. But I bet, But I bet if you look in your circle, someone is going through something like everybody is not on a perfect perfect ride but i would love to hear what you think about that that's kind of what i think yeah no everyone's going through something even me like my lakers suck uh, we are <laughs> at the all-star deadline we still have russell westbrook out here um, anthony davis is just fragile uh, but you know what i'm not <laughs> gonna spill all my problems out to y'all um, so how about we just start off with just a, a really simple, like, how are you doing? How have you been holding up? To be honest, I am holding up a lot better, like currently, like where I am now. I am holding up better from, from where I was uh, a few weeks ago. Not to say like I was terrible, but um, there are definitely challenges, right? Especially I feel like being a man and being um being a man, also being Christian, right, having ups and having downs and all of that. But to, to ask, honestly, how I'm doing, I'm doing better. And honestly, better, if I'm being honest, better feels good. Um, you know, right now I took, uh, I'm on a, a little bit of a social media sabbatical. So I've taken some time off um, from socials just to kind of focus on God and just do different things and try to just get my mind and my spirit um, back and in, back into accord core God. So man, I'm doing uh, a lot better and I hope to continue doing better the way that I am. So I would love to hear how you're doing, bro. You know, checking in on you. Like, how are you doing right now today? And like, just, you know, recently, how are you doing? Damn, how much time you got? I got time. I got time. All right. So I kind of want to come home. Not <laughs> like this is my home, but yeah. I, I, I want to go back to my house. I am, Nigeria has a way of beating you down, right? From traffic estimates, like you can never, if you think somewhere is gonna be 20 minutes, it's not gonna be 20 minutes. Um, I, I remember I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on a transfer, on a bank transfer. And someone's like, oh, hey, it's done, check your account. I'm checking my account. I'm like, hey, 
do you have confirmation? Somebody says, yes. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I'm like, do I need to beg for the screenshot? They send me a, a paper transfer slip that hasn't been signed. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, shouldn't there be a bank exec or bank associate that signs this? And they're like, oh, um, here, you can talk to the bankers. And I'm like, I don't, why, why do I need to like, so I'm, I'm, I'm going through a lot, man, I'm going through a lot. And you see how people shout and yell at people left and right, right? I was at a restaurant and the person wanted some, he, he wanted a menu. And he literally just said, come bring that here. Like he just yelled at the person and he got serviced ASAP, right? But if, if I were to say, hey, excuse me, people probably wouldn't even pay me any attention, right? So it's like how I'm doing, I feel like I'm trying to stay innocent. I feel like I'm trying to preserve my innocence, right? Because I could go to the guy who's honking his horn every five minutes and, you know, yelling expressives yeah. out to people. Because that, that's what happens, you know? It's like, yeah. shit, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, it, it, just, it just happens that way, you know? So I'm just, I'm, bro, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then I'm not even going to hold you. Um, I'm from, you know, people know that I live in the States. I'm out here. And it's a lot of women just telling me things and offering me things. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, hey, look, I don't want anything. I just need to mind my business. I just came here to do business. So that's also frustrating. And let me clarify and say nobody's been like, disrespectful right it's just sometimes i'm out and i don't really care to know about your day like you're a complete stranger to me i i, I don't really care you know so mm -hmm. i'm going through a lot um with family oh my goodness family is driving me crazy everybody wants me to bring back something i'm like yo i i only have a certain amount of luggage space you know so you mm -hmm. want me to bring this back you want me to bring this i'm like hey look Y'all might have to come together and figure out, okay, who's going to get what, you know? So um, I'm going through a lot, man. I'm going through a lot. So when you ask me, how am I? I, I would say, I would give the typical Nigerian answer. I'm managing. Yes, I'm, I'm managing, you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah my spirits are high, right? Like I'm, I'm still hopeful that things are going to get done. It's just that there's so much, I'm, I'm kind of at the tip of the iceberg. Like if I get one more piece of bad news, I might, I might, I might lose it. I might lose it. Yeah, so that, that's, that, that's where I'm at, man. That, that's always like an interesting place to kind of be like teetering on is like, like inside I'm doing, like I'm doing fine, but there's madness all around me. And like, I don't want to be, I don't want to become a part of the madness. Yeah, I also have an end of the year review going on. So I have to virtually hear my manager tell me things that I'm probably not gonna do. Like you set these lofty goals for me and you don't understand, like I'm, I'm an average employee. I am fine with that. You know, my, and my life's goal is to set up things outside of my nine to five. And 
you know, I appreciate the health insurance. I thank God for allowing me to have this job. It's not like I don't do anything, right? But I'm definitely not the person that's trying to be CEO of my nine to five. I'm not even trying to be a manager at my nine to five. Just keep on cashing these checks, keep my health insurance, have my retirement accounts and set up things on the side. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, have to sit and hear all these expectations of me and I'm just going to nod say, okay, okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. And then I'll just, Hey, it is what it is, man. I mean, bro, such is life, man. It is what it is, like you said, man. Yeah, well, I, I want to do something. We talked about this before we hopped on the podcast. Um, it's something called PMSing, right? And stay with me here, all right? This isn't some crazy, uh, we're not trying to trend, right? But PMSing, how are you physically, mentally, and spiritually? Uh, I can go first. I think you always typically take off with some of the topics. Uh, physically, I am actually, I, I'm okay physically. I'm, I'm at, we'll, we'll go one to 10. We'll rate this one to 10. And feel free to incorporate this in your friendships. I think it's a nice way to just tackle some of the things that are going on in your life and see how you could help one of your friends. So physically, I'm probably at a seven out of 10, right? So I've been going to the gym like four to five times a week out here. That's the great part but I'm sleeping on a smaller bed that had a dip in it. So my back, my back is a killing me. Um, now outside of that, um, the portions here are ridiculous, right? I go to a restaurant. I say, yes, I want one serving of this. It's, it's, it's food to feed like three people. You know, I, I can't order rice anywhere. It's just like, everything is just super size, super size. But the good thing is it's not so much of like the processed food and things like that, um, but it's just ugh, the portions are crazy. So I'm at, I'm at a seven out of 10 um, from a physical standpoint. Um, from a mental standpoint, I'd say I'm, I'd say I'm at a, from a mental standpoint, I'd say I'm at a seven as well. You know, I've been reading my word, um, man, the things I've been feeding, like, things I've been reading um, in terms of just listening to podcasts. Um, I'm, I have this book by uh, Dr. Miles Monroe that I'm reading. It's a devotional that I'm doing on a daily basis. I, I've missed some days. Can't lie on urban theology, but I'm <laughs> still, you know, staying, I'm still making sure I'm keeping, keeping up to date with that. So I'll say a seven out of 10. Um, being in Nigeria can definitely affect your mental. Like I remember I was driving and I'm at a stoplight and people are honking at me like, move, move. I'm like, damn, it's red. You know, so being in Nigeria can take a toll on your mental. So I'd say I'm at a seven out of 10. Spiritually, and spiritually, I think I'm sevens all around, really, right? Um, there's, and I don't pay attention to all of Kevin Samuel, but I know he always talks about like, you can't, you can't reach yourself a seven. Has to be one ten, can't, can't say a seven. I'm saying sevens. Um, I'm a seven from a spiritual aspect. The praise and worship in Nigeria is top tier, top tier. I'm shaking body almost every Sunday, every Saturday. I'm, ah, the praise and worship is top tier, you know, so I'm really enjoying that. And then the sermons, ah, that one is top tier too, because Nigerian pastors don't really hold back, you know. The Nigerian pastor is preaching and he's just talking about everything from under the sun, you know doesn't hold back. There are no consequences. You say what you want. 
if the congregation gets mad, well, the congregation doesn't really get mad. So I'm enjoying that. I also talked about the devotional I, I've been reading, and it gives me scriptures every day that I could ponder on and, and really meditate on. So that's been good. Um, in terms of things that are taking away from me spiritually, just being in Nigeria, you know, everybody believes that something that's put in front of them, whether it's sent from a bad person, a good person, they attribute it to God. Oh, thank God, though. Ah, I found money today. Oh, whether it's, you know, a bribe or whatever, it's like, oh, God has blessed us. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, fam, this is, this is sneaky. This is backdooring, you know? So that has taken a toll on me spiritually. Oh, I mean, it's just people in Nigeria, they, they just, they find a way, right? And, and when you find a way, for example, I was driving the other night and I literally had to put some money on a dash because I'm like, if I get stopped, I don't have I don't have time to be talking too much. I, obviously, I'm well done. I'm giving them like 500 naira, thousand. It is what it is, right? So I'm part of the problem too. So that's that's taking away from my spirituality, and that's part of the reason why I'm like, I kind of am ready to head home, you know. All right, what about you? How you doing? PMSing, physical, mental, spiritual. <laughs> Can we just get to how you say, how am I doing as a man? I'm, am I PMSing? No offense to our women <laughs> listeners, please. That acronym, we literally just thought of it. So just don't, don't get offended. Please. Yeah. You know, urban theology, know. We, 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 you know, we don't advocate, you know, offending people. But um, yeah, so like, we have a lot of, we have a lot of women listeners too. Yep. So it's, it's good that you say that. Yeah. And it's, it's good that I, I point that out, man. But um. Yeah, man, for me, like physically, I would say right now I'm about a six or seven only because like part of my little kind of sabbatical like um, that I'm kind of on, I didn't, I, you know, I took a break from the gym, right? I just kind of took some time um, to, to myself. But and, um, and you were killing it before. You were killing it. I was. I was, but I, I am going back. It was just like a brief, like, you know, how, like sometimes in life, um, even things that are good for you, sometimes you just have to take a break to reset yourself, right? To like re reprioritize and kind of just, um, you know, get things like back in order for yourself. So I kind of had to take a step back from that. So I'm about maybe like a six, close to a seven. But you know, as I transition, you know, back into going back to the gym and, you know, getting back into my fitness regimen, like that will definitely like, you know, that will definitely jump up in terms of like how I'm doing physically. So I'm not doing bad physically. I just had to, you know, take a break from, some things in order to just, you know, get, get back right. And um, mentally, man, I'm probably like, right now, probably like an eight mentally. Um, I've, nice. And that's kind of part, part of my sabbatical is just taking time to myself. And I've been, um, I've been taking up the practice of journaling. Like even after like, I read, you know, I read, you know, whether I read the word or I just want to journal, like I just want to like jot stuff down or whatever, you know, no, I just journal. Like I have two versions of it. I have a, like a journal that I write in, and I also I also use the notes app on my um my iPad and my phone. Like I would just write, you know, write things as they kind of come to me and as they um they pop in my head, whether that's feelings, thoughts, whatever it is. You know, I've been I've been I've recently picked up the habit of of journaling, and it's been like super duper like refreshing. It's been yeah, it's been super duper refreshing um to to do that, man. Um, and I would encourage. Any and everyone, man, if you don't journal, like definitely uh, set aside time to journal and like pen your thoughts out um, about, you know, what's going on in your head. Um, and then spiritually, 
I would say um, spiritually, I'm moving back towards. So if, if I'm honest, I was lower more recently, but like now I'm moving back towards more like a seven slash eight spiritually. But like part of that is just because like I'm a reader of my word and I've also been reading books. Um, so like I've been brought, like I, even this month alone, I finished uh, three books um, and I'll, I'll let you guys know what books I read. I read this book um, by one of my favorite pastors, um, Timothy Keller. It's called um, Counterfeit Gods and it talks about like idolatry and pretty much how we look to other things besides God, like sex, money, power, and all those things to try to fill us, but how our true hope um, lies in Jesus. Then I also read another book by one of my favorite pastors, um, Tony Evans, um, called Kingdom Men Rising. Um, 10 out of 10, I would definitely recommend. That John was like super, super uh, encouraging and just kind of um, spirit filling in terms of like where I'm trying to go. Like it's encouraging me in that season, in that direction uh, in life. Then the last book that I recently just finished was by this pastor, Ben Stewart, called um, Rest and War. And it basically just talks about um, not only the process of sanctification, but how to fight the war as a Christian, right? How to fight against sin, right? How to practically do that, but also how to rest, how to take care of yourself as a Christian, how to rest physically, how to rest spiritually, right? And, and teaching you how to, how to fight, but also how to, how to rest in God. So like, man, like feeding yourself, right? Like books and reading the word and stuff like that will really help you spiritually. And it's, it's helped me. So that's how I'm doing on the PMS scale, man. Nice, nice. And you, you got to let me hold one of them books, right? Because I am not going to lie. I have not been reading as many books. So I told you about the devotional that I'm reading. Shout out to Keisha, who I'm going to keep shouting her out because she definitely surprised me with that book. I'm reading that. But yeah, Definitely let me hold one of them books, man. I got Say you. it on the air so they know. All right, cool. Hey, I got okay. you. I got cool. you, bro. Nice. So why is it important to check in with your friends? I mean, sometimes we, we and when I say check in, I mean, be intentional about it, right? Whether it's, hey, you want to grab a coffee, you want to get some lunch, because we, we, we have our way of just, you know, yo, what's good, you know, and you casually just say yo nothing man i'm just chilling i'm this and that and you don't really get a chance to really let somebody know like i i really care for you and i i want to know so why is it important to check in with your guys or your girls man, and wait when i say girls i'm not talking about men. i'm not talking about men checking in on their girls i'm talking about <laughs> girls checking in on their girls right? y'all crazy out here yeah I got you, man. Like, man, why? Like, the reason why it's important, man, if you could see the text chain between me and Tobey and see the stuff me and him talk about, like, not only are we, like, like, not only are we, like, business partners, but we're actually friends. So, like, like, yes, we have a business partnership, but we also have a friendship, right? We do check-ins on the business, right? We write out goals, you know, for the business and how, you know, how we want it to go. But we also have goals for our friendship, right? We, um, we hold each other accountable. And like, as a friend, like I genuinely care about him. Like this, like he's not just my friend, like legitimately. I, obviously like we have different like family, but I consider him my brother. So like, if if he's not doing well, like that bothers me. Like, bro, like, are you okay? Like, you know, are you, are you good, right? And I think what I've learned is that even like adult friendships, especially as a man, I'm learning check-ins are very important. Like, bro, I'm realizing being a man is very hard. It's very hard, right? And yeah, and and I don't mean to like 
and I understand also being a woman is difficult. Like I'm not saying one is harder than the other, but I'm just being, I'm being specific about us as men. It's very hard to be a man and we don't have safe spaces to just be vulnerable, to be free, to say like, bro, you know what? I'm struggling right now. You know, my money, my money's not doing too well or my job is stressing me out. My girl, my significant other, we're having problems, right? I'm having, like, we don't really have that safe space to like um, be vulnerable. And that's why check-ins are important, right? And what I've learned when someone, like when you're checking in with people too, and uh, the Bible talks about this, like be slow to speak. And, and I'm learning this, right? In terms of like being a friend and like offering better counsel is it's not always about you. When someone is talking to you, listen to them. And there's been countless times where Tobias called me and I don't talk and I don't talk. I just listen yeah. like what he sh- yeah. to like what he sh- to what he shared because there's a reason why he's venting to me. And he'll he'll talk about that too. Like because he's he's offloading that weight and I'm there to let him know, like, bro, I got you. So that's pretty much why check-ins are important, right? It's important to carry each other's burdens, you know, to check in on one another and make sure like those that are in your circle and those that you consider like family slash friends, that you make sure they're okay, right? That they have an avenue in you. And the same goes for you, that you check in with other people to let them know either you're doing okay or you're not okay. So, bro, what do you think about check-ins? Why are they important? Bro, everything you just mentioned, I will go ahead and echo. I also think you, you just got to understand like people committing suicide out here. Well, I don't think we talked about, I think she was on E! There was this reporter for E! News, who was like a former like beauty pageant winner or something like that. And she jumped off a bridge, you know, God bless her soul. Uh, and she had such a bubbly social media profile scene. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the Mrs. America, she was in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Or something? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So we have to understand that people are really going through stuff, right? And it could be all smiles on social media. And if you're somebody's friend, imagine waking up and feeling like you could have helped by just a phone call, you know, or just taking, taking what, an hour or two out your day, right? So for me, it's just, look, people are going through things and you can help if you're a friend. Uh, I also think it's like, we need to break down these, these walls, especially with men. I see women do a lot of stuff with, 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 with their friends. I think with guys, it's more so a lot of toxic bonding, right? Either we chasing some, some woman around and it's like the talk about that or we're, we're, we're drinking or worrying about going out. And you don't really have too many guy groups that just focus on like what's on the inside, right? Like, hey, how you feeling? I know you just got this job, you just got the new car, you got everything, but that's also a lot of responsibility, right? Is your family, like what's going on? You know, I think as guys, especially in the African community, everything is just big up somebody, big up somebody, big up somebody, right? You see somebody, ah, guy, you're doing well. Oh, yeah, you're living, oh, this and that. You know, that that's good, right? Uplift each other. But there are times where somebody really has something to say and you don't let them get that out. It's just like, oh guy, you're doing great. You're doing this, you're doing that. So I think within men, we can do a better job of checking in on each other because whenever something is wrong with us, 
it's going to impact everything that we touch, whether it's our performance at work, whether it's our relationship status. I know a lot of men that I've heard of, not like personally, but I've had women tell me, oh, this man is abusive to me. And I'll be like, didn't you notice this? And they're like, no, it started off great. And I don't know what was going on in that man's life. And it's no excuse, you know, but when things are not right on the inside, whatever your output is, is going to show the effects of things not being right. So it's important for everyone to check in on their friends. And if you feel as though your friend is not going to respond well to, it doesn't matter, right? If you check in and your friend is like, you know, cause you are gonna have guys, I think it's mostly guys. You're gonna have guys be like, yo, what you want? What you mean you wanna take me out? Like, yo, you being weird, bro. It's like, yeah. I, I just wanna talk, you know? It is what it is. If you, if you feel like, hey, that's uncomfortable for you, that's all good. If you want to talk on the phone, let me know. But just make sure you reach out. And the thing is, like, we we need it because I feel like I'm trying to change this, like, with even with my with my friends, and I, and I feel like I I enact this with you is that I'm low key tired of trying to pretend like I have it all together. And bro, I, and I've told this man countless conversations, like, bro, like, like. I don't know, man. Like, even like, I, how you feel about this too? I feel like a lot of times we're not honest about, especially men, we're not honest about our fears, right? And like recently- We are not, uh, we are not. Yeah, yeah. right? And, and, um, and I really do want to hear your two cents on this. I feel like as a man with increased responsibility, there's a fear of like, am I going to screw this up? And I myself recently, I've had those thoughts, right? And it's very scary because I'm like, and we're on the same page. We're both in- um, parts we're both in parts of our life where we're on the verge of transitioning into greater things right and there's a lot of fear that comes with the unknown because we don't know we don't know if we're going to be great fathers great husbands we don't know if we're going to remain good friends good brothers or we don't know right there's a fear like can I live up to to all of that and I feel like at the core that's what a lot of us men deal with and I kind of wanted to hear uh, what you thought about that bro like how, how you really feel about that Bro, I'm, I'm going to go on the air and say, I'm. I, yeah, there are fears that I just don't talk about, right? Like, for example, I fear that all my investments in Nigeria are going to go down a drain. Like, when I'm telling you Nigeria puts your mind in some type of state, bro, one minute I'm happy, like, oh, I'm doing things. The next minute I'm like, yo, this could all go crashing if I just make the wrong contact. You know, people might say, well, Oh, you shouldn't have gotten into this. Hey, look, I'm I'm praying about these things and I'm, I'm I'm trying my best not to be anxious, but the older I get, the more people depend on me, right? I got family members that depend on me. Um, I, I also have a future wife and future kids that are gonna be looking at me like, what what do you use this time for? You know, where's my inheritance? Where's my where's my college from? Where's this? Where's that? You know, you have to start thinking about these things and you said something, it's difficult being a man. It's even more difficult being a man of God, right? Because I think once you, once you identify as a man of God, oh man, everybody wants you. Everybody wants a piece of the man of God, right? And it's almost like reminiscent of when the devil tempted Jesus, right? And 
that's Jesus. That's, you know, there's no man that compares. So we're getting tempted from all sides, whether it, I even see it from other men, right? Guys will be like, oh, hey, well, especially in Nigeria, a lot of people are looking at me and they're like, oh, hey, I have some babe for you, you should meet. And I'm like, what is it going to profit you if I do anything with this girl? Like, what is it going to profit you, all right? And it's like, oh, no, they just want to associate. They just want to, you know, they just want to talk about this. Like, oh, hey, I, 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 what did you do last night? Oh, you did that. Oh, great, I did this. You know, it's, it's all some silly game. So you get it from all angles. As soon as you identify as a man of God, it's like a target on your back. So in terms of fears that I have, which I pray for, and I'm not at a point where I'm so anxious that I can't function. You know, these are just things that I, I quell them by just praying and saying, hey, God, I put everything in your hands, right? So look, there's also the um, the thought of being a husband, right? Because I've been through some relationships and uh, it, it's, always, it, it, it's always women that, say you know oh this man battered me he did this he did that but there's something to be said about the man who has tried his hardest and you know things fail and you know the woman says it's not good enough right you do take a step back and say oh all right i've always been this confident guy but you know things haven't been working out so i wonder if i could you know if i could satisfy a woman you know there, there are those things and like i said I pray for these things. I'm not waking up in the morning and, 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 and being timid because of these things, but these are things that come to my mind. You know, and even talking about it right now, bro, it's bringing me peace. I'm not gonna lie to you, right? Uh, so I think if, if you're listening to this, you can definitely pray for me. That's also another reason why you should talk to your friends and check in with your friends because then you know what intentions to put in for them, right? Like when I'm praying for my guy Raheem, I already know, hey, Raheem wants to do this. God, please help him with this. Hey, Raheem, tell me about this investment. Oh, hey, God, please help him see this through. Do not let anything happen to his investment, blah, 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 blah. So it's more intentional prayers that I can provide for you because, you know, we've checked in. I understand what you're going through. So your original question of like just fears and talking about them, they're very much real. Uh, men tend to hide because there's no soft life campaign for men. All right, everything got to be hard. No pun intended. There's no soft life campaign, you know. So bro, I'm just here to say like, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's facts. I'm bro. Just that's to, fact. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you look online and everybody's like, "Oh, I just want baby Caroline." Baby. You can't say, "I want baby boy." Like, there's nothing like that. It's like, bro, put your hard hat on, get to work, make the money. Don't embarrass your woman. Don't embarrass your family, and just keep her pushing. So it's tough. I, I appreciate your transparency. Just kind of to sum up that point, man. I like what you said, because this is like super big. And I, I found myself yesterday, transparent moment, thinking about a bunch of stuff that I was worried about in terms of like, now they're good things. They're not bad things. They're just kind of the next phase of life. And I, and I just, I remember the Holy Spirit was just telling me, man, like cast your cares on him. Like that's in the Bible, like cast, you know, cast your cares on the Lord. So I just started praying about it and like really, telling God about those things I was worried about and kind of speaking to your point after doing that I did feel peace and I wasn't as like freaked out about the things I was thinking about right so I appreciate you you know your transparency on that bro hey I appreciate you bringing that out because I, I didn't really have that 
idea or that topic in mind in terms of talking about some fears. And this is what a friendship is about, right? Like you might say something that prompts me to get something off my chest that I didn't even think I wanted to get off my chest, you know? And I do want to say your friendships should go beyond just the physical realm, right? So, you know, as I'm talking to you, I'm still talking to God and I'm saying, hey, God, look, I'm putting this up front. Like, I can't do nothing. Like, help me out, you know? Uh, so I appreciate you as well. And to anybody out there listening, if you feel like you have a friend, if you, if you have someone you can call a friend, you should be able to have these types of conversations with them. You know, if, if, if it helps to send them this and play this, and maybe that prompts a conversation, go ahead and do that. We will love the exposure. You know, we're always trying to get the word out. And I would say if you're uncomfortable with that, you really do got to look at your friendship and say, what's the benefit here, right? A friend in need is a friend indeed. I think social media has, has brainwashed us to thinking that nobody is ever in need. You know, everybody get money out here, yo. Everybody get money out here, but somehow people still getting tax refunds. So something's not adding up, right? Because if you're getting that much money, you should be owing. But that's another thing. But it's just this image out there of everybody shining, everybody enjoying. And I know there are some people who are suffering and hopefully this podcast can bless someone and cause some healthier conversations to go on in some friend groups. Yeah, man, and that's always our prayer for like our conversations, right? That they would remain relevant and that they would encourage people where they are, man. Yeah. Well, hey, let's get into our scriptures for the for today's episode. You want to jump into yours first? Yeah, man. So I'm gonna uh, go into mine from uh, Jeremiah uh, twenty nine eleven to thirteen, and it says, uh, "For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration: plans for your well being, not for your not for your disaster, to give you future and, uh, and hope. You will call to me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search me with all of your heart. So this is something that has been encouraging me recently and that I'm reminding me that um, God has a plan for me, right? But in order for me to kind of understand those plans and for them to become more apparent and real to me, I need to seek God. And as I seek God, I will find him. And as I find him, um, God will reveal those plans to me. So I want to encourage anybody with that. If you are dealing with any fear or anxiety about the future, I just want to remind you that God has a plan for you and his plans are for good and not for destruction for your life. And that if you seek him, um, God in his wisdom and grace will reveal those plans he has for your life to you. Nice. Thanks for sharing that, my brother. Uh, my, my scripture comes from Philippians chapter 2. I'm going to read verses 14 and 15. So it goes, do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without faults in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. So this is deep for me because I do feel like I'm in Nigeria in the midst of crooked and a perverse generation. Things are really crazy. Not only in Nigeria too, I, I don't want to, um, act as if the United States doesn't have its own issues and whatnot. But mm -hmm. just remembering, just remembering that just, just because everyone around us is, 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 is doing things doesn't mean we have to follow with them. You know, I, I was in church the other day and 
the priest talked about something that was just mind blowing. He was like, when you have a car with three messed up tires, you don't go, I'm gonna puncture the last tire so I can find balance, right? So I can have four uh, messed up tires. You fix the other three tires, you gather up your funds and it might be expensive depending on what type of vehicle you have, but you gather up your funds, you don't drive the car, you gather up your funds and you fix the other three tires. So in a world where 90% of people are doing X, Y, and Z, whether it's um, you know sleeping with people, whether it's gossiping, whether it's doing bad business, in a world where 90% of the people are doing that, focus on converting them. Focus on staying, staying true to yourself and God and say to yourself, Every time I have an opportunity, when I talk to a friend and they're telling me they're about to do something, I want to make sure that they know my stance. I want to make sure they know like, hey, look, I ain't about that and you shouldn't be about that. You know, so um, this verse really just resonates with me, especially since I'm in Nigeria and, you know, it just seems like every day there's another opportunity. It's almost like I was reading the, I was reading the story of David and Saul, right? When, when, David's man had the drop on Saul and was like, yo, God is laying this out here for you. And David's like, nah, fam, like I got to deal with God if I do this against the anointed, right? And there's mm -hmm. so many opportunities in the world that will give you worldly profit that people will say, God is doing this. God is doing this, you know? And just like uh, Philippians chapter two says, um, children of God, remain children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. You're put here to shine as lights in the world. So just, just keep that in mind. Man, that's real, man. I appreciate, man, that scripture breakdown. Man, we just wanted to thank y'all for uh, listening to this episode and for continuing to listen and for all the support. Man, uh, we still, by God's grace, have more amazing um, topics and we got some amazing guests lined up. So just y'all stay tuned, man. Hey, next episode, I'm going to be back in the States. So we got to do something big, man. We, we, we probably going to get together and we'll put an episode, a, a video out. But if you want to support us, you can go check us out on Instagram at Urban Theology underscore. You can also leave us a rating on the Apple podcast platform. That is amazing if you do that. Um, and outside of that, we also appreciate your messages, right? The DMs that we get just encouraging us. It really gives us, uh, it, it really keeps us going. You know, when we get that feedback. If you want to chat with me, you can follow me at Long Live T-O-B-E. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. What about you? Are you, are you back on social media right now? Uh, I'm not back yet. I will be back eventually. And uh, when I am, you can find me just on Instagram, Rice underscore uh, and underscore Stu. That's where you can, can find me. And you can also... Um, contact us through the podcast like my, my brother Tobey said if you have any questions you want to pray or you just want to rap to us you know you can reach us on those mediums yeah nice well hey this has been episode four of season four urban theology we love you guys we thank you for all the support and we're going to keep on doing this we're going to keep on giving you consistency every other week you're going to get a fresh new episode and i want to shout out light light is doing a fantastic job with our social media stuff. So uh, shout out to you, Light. You're amazing. Uh, come down on the prices. Inflation is high. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, man, you have any last words for the people? Man, I just wanted to say, man, we love y'all. Keep listening. Keep, uh, man, keep up with the reviews, man. Share the episodes with your brother, sister, cousin, whoever. We love y'all. We appreciate, man, y'all staying with us and rocking with us, man. We really do uh, appreciate and love every one of y'all. All right. That's a wrap, man. Till next Peace. time. Peace.